This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, concerns during the show, please give us a call, 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Now, folks, I I really don't deserve this, but joining me today on my birthday (laughs) of all days is Tony Shore. Tony, you with us? I am here, and happy birthday, uh, Travis, you, you know, you don't look a day over 30, buddy. Uh, man, uh, <laughs> Tony, I, I, I don't know if you were, if you were scripted to say that, but thanks. I appreciate that. I don't see it written uh, down anywhere. It just yeah, popped I in mean, there. Y- you know, I, I always said I have a face for radio. Uh, you do so have the perfect face for radio. Travis. Perfect face for radio. Um, and thanks you know, for blessing us with that today on your oh, birthday of all days. I can't you believe go. you're there working you- on your birthday. Well, um, yeah, I, I think you and I, we talked, uh, we talked all fair about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't, I, I guess just, just call it work ethic. Can't, can't just, uh, can't rest on your laurels. You got to keep, got to keep chugging. So, uh, my daughter's birthday is actually Friday or, or, um, uh, two days, two days from now. So, um, so we'll actually be celebrating her birthday in the next next few days as well. That's so, awesome. yeah, it's uh, we were hoping, you know, it's kind of funny. My wife carried every one of our children to term, and and she probably cussed me every, uh, you know, every every <laughs> bit every of the way during, the way. yeah, uh, because you know, I, unfortunately, we we do not have small children. Uh, you know, our our smallest child I think was eight pounds seven ounces. Oh wow. Yeah. So she, she, uh, yeah, we were, we were really hoping that, uh, that our middle child, that she was going to be born on my birthday, but she held on. And I mean, man, she went right down to the wire to like almost the day and the minute that the, uh, that the doctor said that she would be born. She, she was like, I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. So yeah, it, it makes for it makes for interesting, especially whenever uh, whenever we have like big birthdays, like my you know my fortieth birthday or her first or second birthday, because obviously the ones and twos are pretty big. But um, you celebrate together. Yeah, yeah, you get to celebrate together, and uh, and I, I usually if we have you know if we have a party at the house, you know I'll cook or whatever, because you know like I told you I, I do a lot of barbecue. Oh yeah, you do. Um, and uh and i asked my two year asked my two-year-old who's now about to be three i said what do you want for your for your birthday and and all she wants tony is a carrot cake that's all that but she's two that's all she can think about is she's like i want to i want a birthday cake and we were like okay what kind of birthday cake do you want she said i want carrot cake and we're like all right we can we can get you a carrot cake but what do you want 
And then I get a text message the other day and, and my wife is like, Merritt finally told us what she wants for her birthday. And I was like, Oh Lord, what? And then all I get is this, yeah, like emoji, not emoji, but, um, like I don't, I don't know what these things are called, like a gift or a meme or whatever meme. it is yep. of, of, of Disney's of cat of the castle at Disney world and fireworks going off behind it. And I'm like, son of a gun. I mean, <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong. I will do anything for my kids, but uh, she holy wants to go to cow. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to go to Disney. And I mean, holy cow. If you take a family of five, to oh. Disney World today, you, you like you've almost got to take out a second mortgage. <laughs> you I mean, do. You do. it is, and I wind up taking them like twice a year, and I'm like, holy cow! And I think if my wife, if we could go once a month, she would do it in a heartbeat because like Disney yeah. is her jam, just like it's the kids' jam. She's, yeah, she I think just, uh, I think your daughter would have been happy with just the carrot cake and no other gifts. Uh, but I think your uh, wife. I think. Slipped I that, think. Yeah. I think Shannon might have might have slipped that at that yeah, Disney, I think Disney she's World. World. Playing you. She's yeah. playing you. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I'm I'm in the the beginning stages of uh, you know of of things that you know our our listeners deal with every day. You know, just uh, helping or, or doing things for their kids and their grandkids. Um, you know. Uh, don't get me wrong, you know, working in our working years, you know, we like to, to take Tony, we like to take our kids to Disney world and do things for them, you know, do, do, do things for them that we, you know, we may have not have had a chance to experience, but you know, uh, so many times, you know, I read article after article after article about, you know, how retirement plans go off track for parents never getting out of that phase of of doing things for their kids. Uh, I, I think it's yeah. I think it's really, really starting. There was actually I forget where it was. Maybe it was uh, CNBC. I know CNBC referenced it this week. I know uh, Fox, uh, Fox Business refer- referenced their article this week. I was in the car both times. I didn't have a chance to write it down, but both times they were talking about how there was a study that was done that said uh, 80% of of baby boomers today still help their children in some form or fashion. Oh, yeah. I you know and I was I was raised boy when I was, you know, 10 and 12, of course I was uh, out in the country, but I had to start earning if I wanted any spending money, I had to work. You know, I had to, I had to walk beans in the field or pick rock or bale hay or uh, help the neighbor out, and then I got a job, you know, scooping horse stalls for a neighbor. Uh, and my kids, I make them work uh, when they, my daughter, 14, and my other daughter, 16, they both have jobs because they're like, oh, I want this new man, I want this. And then we're like, well, uh, you're going to have to work. Now, we still obviously pay for their school trips and things and oh, cover absolutely. a lot of clothes and things like that. But if they want, like, I need a new pair of shoes. Well, you already have a new pair of shoes, but I want this one. Well, you, you got to get a job, you know? Right. So I'm. Uh, we're trying to, they need to be self-sufficient because mom and dad can't uh, fund all their habits, right? Well, you know, I, I think you and I, you and I probably, we we have similar, we have we have very similar backgrounds uh, in in my youth. You know, whenever I was a kid, from the time I was, you know, I was raised on a farm, and whenever whenever our you know our summer break would would literally um, we would get out of school on a Friday, 
And my grandfather was one of those that, you know, he would be like uh, the John Wayne type in the Cowboys. You know, it's 3.30 in the morning and he's on a horse already dressed saying, you know, get up, we're burning daylight. Um, like that, that's that's the type of that's the type of work ethic he had, which I guess what rubbed off. But um yeah, like no no exaggeration. Uh, he would come to my house the morning, and it was it was almost like a ritual. Uh, from the time I was probably I don't know, I think I was big enough to drive a tractor, eight nine years old. I mean, my my feet. Sure. I'm I'm a tall guy, so I was able to reach the pedals, and you know, I was actually literally on a tractor at eight or nine nine years old working. Yep. And um, anyway, he would come to my window on that Saturday morning, and he would he would beat it like three or four times and you always knew his like his beating on the window which obviously who the heck else is going to beat on the window at daylight um but he would be like get up let's go and that would be the start of my summer vacation wow yeah so uh but now now it was it was also fun in that you know uh, i was you know today i think i think uh it would be un you know, it, it would be un, un unimaginable for for someone for like, oh my goodness, that's you know that child should not be working at that age. Well, you know what? It taught me a tremendous work ethic, and it also taught me what I didn't want to do, which is why my goal, my goal, and my job right now is to help people and to basically do a good enough job where I'm not going back to farming. So thank you very much, but. But no, but in all seriousness, you know, it was it was terrific because same story. You know, I can remember where I would I, we would uh, he would share crop because, you know, it was you know he was not he was not a very wealthy man. But uh, there were you know farmers in the area where he would have some equipment. They would have some equipment and, you know, he'd help them cut their hay and vice versa. And I can literally remember getting like 50 cents a bale to now we're talking about like the big round bales not the not square bales i can remember going having to go to like two or three miles uh to get a bale of hay and literally i would get 75 cents for every bale that i would i would bring back and like stack in our barn for our cows so yeah I was sucking on diesel fumes for 75 cents a bale and that, yeah. Yeah. So, so I promise when they say 15 bucks an hour, uh, no, I, I, I think, I think there's definitely something to be said for, for paying, paying some dues, learning some basic skills and, uh, you know, going from there. But, but what, what they did versus what, you know, I guess what we do is everybody wants to help their kids. Everybody wants yeah. to, to give them a better life than what they had, Tony. And just like what you just said, uh, you know, even though you, you do, you know, insist that your, your children have a, a job or have something to be productive. You know, I think, I think at some point, and, and obviously we're all going to get there at a different time, but I think at some point it, it's very important to understand, you know, if, if you as a retiree or, or if you get later in life and if you are still giving significant assistance to a child to you know to someone in your life that is putting that that is putting you in a position tony where you may actually run out of money or or run out of resources later in life that you know you you think about it if if the person that you're having to help now can't take care of themselves do you think if you run out of money that they're going to be able to take care of you and themselves yeah 
Probably not. So uh, that's a good point. And then we're going to launch into that brings us to our our main financial topic for today. But let's take a quick break before we get into that, Travis. And before the break, tell our listeners, I know you usually have some type of special offer or something, a uh, way to, for them to get a hold of you and get some more uh, consultation there. Absolutely. Well, before before we go, when we come back, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about some some ways to to ensure that you can still help your children but that you don't jeopardize your retirement in the process. And folks, it's my birthday, but I'm going to give you a present. If you have any questions, comments, concerns you, if you have a question, we have an answer. Give us a call 877-269-0839. Also, we have not offered our book in quite a while. If you give us a call and all you do is submit a question, we will ship you a book directly, direct to your home. You don't even have to come to our office. We will read your question on our next show and we will answer it on air and folks that is that is my gift to you on my birthday and you can reach us at 877-269-0839 that's 877-269-0839 you can also visit our podcast website at navigatingretirementradio.com or our website at chancefinancialgroup.com all right sounds great and listeners stay tuned We're going to be right back with more of Navigating Your Retirement and our host, Travis Chance, after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual that can help you address and plan for retirement? Navigating the Storm by Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management can provide you with information to help plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and may ease your financial concerns. Navigating the Storm will help give you the foundational information you need for retirement. Visit NavigatingRetirementRadio.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's navigatingretirementradio.com. And welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we're, we've been talking about, well, we're talking about your birthday, number one. Uh, it's Travis's birthday today. Congratulations, Travis. Uh, celebrating another year of your life and your fam- being with your family and helping all of your clients and people in our community with their finances. Speaking of which, we kind of got into this topic of our our kids and whether we support the kids when they're young, uh, teaching them a work ethic, which is good. But then it comes to our retirement income, and sometimes you know if we our kids are too reliant on us or we're paying for all their college costs, it, it could affect our retirement income, right? Absolutely, Tony. One of one of the biggest issues that retirees face is themselves um i mean (laughs) that's that's probably the number one obstacle because think about it you know one of the things that that we as as parents always battle with is is having to say no or not right now or i can't to our kids i mean because we always want to help them but here's here's one of the biggest issues if you can and you have the resources who am I or anyone else to tell you that you shouldn't or that you 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 can't help your kids? That is not my job. That is not anyone's right. job. That that's is, not that what is, we're doing. Yeah, that's your child. But the problem that we see so many times is that retirees don't have a spending plan. They don't they don't know what their portfolio can actually produce safely based on their risk tolerance or based on its current allocation. You know, I, there was a survey that was done, and this is from Forbes, 
And it said that uh, that it says surveys show that many people nearing retirement believe they can spend 7% more of their savings each year without the risk of running out of money. Now, first and foremost, if you start off spending 7% of your retirement from anywhere between 60 to 70 years old, if we have a a 2008, if we have a black swan event, if we have any type of volatility of that magnitude or close to it, I can assure you one of one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to you're going to drastically be proven wrong or you're going to keep spending and you will run out of money before you run out of breath. That is a fact. Most most of the people that we see really and truly, it's kind of it's almost age banded because you have to think about it. You you really you want to get to a point in retirement where you can actually spend because at, at some point you're going to at 70 years old, 70 and a half, you're going to have to start taking your required minimum distributions, which is going to be almost you know between three and a half and four uh, percent. That's going to go up each year. So. As you age, what you want to do is you want to have that spending plan. So as we've talked about on the show many times, you want to make sure that it matches your lifestyle, but that it is somewhat flexible because that way in the event we do have a downturn, if you are spending very heavily, then you can you can understand, OK, maybe I need to scale back a little bit because then that will allow my savings to catch up. You know, poor returns, you spend a little less money it allows it to catch up. But in the good years, yes, if you if you want to help your children, you want to spend more more cavalier with your resources. Fine. I mean, that's but that's the benefit of having a plan, which many retirees do not have. Do you know what kind of a feeling it is to be able to look someone in the eye that comes into your office and that you can tell that they are visibly upset because they really don't know if they're going to be okay in retirement? Do you know what kind of a feeling it is to tell someone you're going to be okay? Mm. You're going to you're going to be able to do everything you want to do. That is I can't describe to you. That's almost like my birthday gift each year or each each time I, I do that. But I had a gentleman this week. Same thing. Uh, he he actually was uh, in the process of, of, of retiring. He had uh, actually he had some some health issues, as you know, a lot of times happens. He was in his early 60s. Um, about six, I think he was 63, 64 next uh, in October. Uh, but basically, he really did not know if he and his wife were going to be okay because he had cut two years off of his savings because he had no intention of retiring until 65. And because he didn't have a spending plan and because he didn't know what he could actually allocate to his retirement income each each month or each year, he was just in complete shambles. And it was so it was so inspiring to just be able to 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 jot down the the key points talk through it with him and say you know I really think you're going to be okay because this is why. And, and to sh- not only just tell him, but to show him. And it's like, you know, it's almost like just a, a, a warm wave just washed over him. And he was like, oh my God, I, I really thought we were going to run out of money. Are you, are you serious? And uh, I just, you know, it's, I know, I know I'm going on about it, but it, it was just, it was so moving wow. to just, to just know that. And the problem is, 
folks, if you're if you're continuing to give to your children, if you're continuing down that path uh, and you don't know how much money you can actually spend or allocate, then that that could be a problem. Right. Obviously, uh, super helpful. I can't imagine that feeling uh, that you get helping people. They're so nervous and worried. And then you tell them, oh, you're going to definitely make it. And you've got plenty of money because if we do this and, and allocate your assets this way, it won't be a problem. You'll be able to live the life you want in retirement. What a feeling, right? It, it's it really is. I mean, I, I can't describe it because like this gentleman and, and and I'll just, you know, I'll just full disclosure uh, without naming, you know, naming any any names. You know, this gentleman came in and really and truly a lot of it was just as we talk about so many times on the show. It was timing, combining and sequencing what he was doing. It wasn't it wasn't that he was doing anything wrong. It was just the order in which he was going to attack his retirement may have may have caused some serious issues. So so literally by just organizing and you can have all the pieces, Tony, in the puzzle that you want to. But at the end of the day, if you can't put them together to to fit what you wanted your picture to look like or if if the pieces don't add up to be the picture you wanted you need to know sooner rather than later you you can't just you can't just live on your laurels of of carrying around a big box with a bunch of puzzles that you can hear beating around in there and go I've got everything covered my puzzles in my box well how do you know that it's actually going to look like what you want it to look like you don't right that's why you got to have a plan yeah yeah, you have to have a plan in place. And you talk about that all the time, having a plan. And a lot of people think, well, I've got a retirement plan. I've got my 401k and my IRA. I'm, I'm good. You have retirement pieces. You do not have a retirement plan. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And you talk about an actual written plan and reports that show you exactly, you know, when to do things that take into consideration everything. Like you, you have social security, you have your IRA or 401k, you have, how am I going to create retirement income with this lump sum? Those are things you do and, and that we all need to be thinking about before we retire, if at all possible, right? Absolutely. Because, you know, you think about it, Tony, all, all you can do, you really don't know what you're going to spend in 20 years. I mean, no one does. We, we estimate and we want to say, oh, we say, okay, if we, if we wanted to spend this much and we wanted to adjust for inflation, what would it take for us to get there? But then the other side of that coin is, you know, there's, it's kind of like building your, it's, it's exactly like building your house. You know, you build your house and, and it could be the most perfect thing on the planet to you and to your loved ones. But if you don't do the annual upkeep, if you don't clean the gutters, if you don't paint the house, if you don't do the the things that are needed to keep that property up, yeah. I don't care how perfect your house is, it's not going to stand. That's that's why you have a plan. You have your house is because on an annual basis with a little bit of tweaking and a little bit of upkeep, you can literally keep that house forever. But most people don't do that. They they think, okay, I've got all this lumber and these shingles, et cetera, and this is my house. Well, no, you you may have all the materials, but you haven't built it. And then you've got to upkeep it. And, and that's really where the I think where the success is going to be the difference between the successful baby boomer and the non and the unsuccessful baby boomer is whether they have a plan and they execute or they don't. Right. And that's huge. That's that's where the rubber meets the road. Now we're out of time. For today's show, it just flew by. 
Travis, why don't you let our listeners know really quick how to get a hold of you before we go today? 877-269-0839 is our office number. If you have a question, we have an answer. Give us a call, 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Always visit us at uh, iTunes or Google Play to to download any previous shows. And folks, I can't give you a bigger gift than this. Peace of mind has no price tag. What is a good night's sleep worth? Give us a call. You won't regret it. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.